Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast. We are back for some more All-Stars 3 coverage. Of course, we are here to talk about episode 6. We're six episodes into this thing, which means we're past the halfway point. Final is within sight. Love to see it. A shorter season. Keep it all nice and concise, and we're having fun. Um, I am your host, Matt Liguori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, what's up? Hello, hello. What's up? Uh, What's up? Much, you know, back here to discuss yet another episode of All Stars 3. Um, Yeah, I feel like not a ton in this episode. Entertaining, but I didn't feel like there was going to be a whole lot to discuss. So let's see how uh, this one plays out, ultimately. This episode made me upset in ways because... I came in the season as like a big Sylvia guy, and I'm not really feeling her in this season in particular. I mean, this episode certainly was a bit of a OTTN kind of vibe uh, to it for all the edgic people out there. It was just, you know, it was very much, you know, showing the mistakes that she made with the power that she had and, and how things just kind of went south for her in the course of this episode and just the, the negative way that she was being seen by other people. And, and I mean, not just you know because of her edit like clearly she was uh kind of overstepping in ways and um not playing the smartest and and kind of you know talking a little bit more than maybe she maybe she would have hoped for looking back and I, I don't know it just it wasn't the best sylvia episode overall wasn't the best sylvia season not to say it was bad but just you know she's had better um so i don't know that's just what i took away from this one mostly yeah, I feel like I was thinking the same thing where I thought, ooh, like a bad look this season. I don't even know if that's true. I feel like it has just been pretty recent. I think that early on she was like fine and was competing really well. But last couple episodes, this episode in particular, uh, and it's not just Sylvia. I found many other people completely insufferable. So uh, I am you know not too upset at the results of this episode uh for both cases but um yeah i I, honestly the elimination was a little bit of a win-win in both cases for me but um yeah i I think that a lot of people have been coming off not so great on this season yeah i mean when you get to an elimination and the you know the two contestants uh, have you in a position edit wise or just whatever watching watching the story wise that you're like almost rooting for Naya um, it's like oh wow <laughs> where are we how did we get here um, I don't know yeah and we were like it's not like we're treehouse haters like definitely Certainly have been not. rooting for the treehouse in general but uh, might have lost like the squeaky wheel on the treehouse as far as I'm concerned this week uh, I'm not really i can't imagine like being excited to see sylvia show up next season but uh, i also don't think that like i'm gonna hold this you know series long grudge either yeah um also uh actually no i'll come back to what i was gonna say um we you know talked a couple weeks back about the kellyanne and kendall of it all where we, we said how many of them you know what was the over under we're trying to figure that out of them making it to the final um i feel like your your prediction of one of them making it to the final if, if that is that what you said i think that's what you I said i think i said one i think so um it's starting to look pretty good i feel like the field that we're at here uh you know i i have a hard time seeing kellyanne not make it there um we're we're looking now at a even smaller split between uh treehouse versus non-treehouse on the women's side you have john a naya and veronica still remaining in the game uh kayla 
uh, Ronnie and Veronica uh, on the treehouse side still remaining in the game. So um, it's pretty 50-50. And as far as the, uh, you know, the, the field looks, um, sorry to say it again, but I think Veronica is probably at the bottom of the power rankings on that side. Um, Kayla did okay, uh, or does does okay in most challenges, but this one, you know, kind of fell out in the middle there. Um, I don't know. Kellyanne's just back to looking in a, uh, to be pretty strong for me. Yeah, I feel like endurance is just always going to be her strength and that's going to come to play in the finals as well as just like random quote unquote, I don't know if you would even say like extreme, but step below extreme sports, um, like paddleboarding, kayaking, canoeing, whatever the case may be that they're going to have to do swimming, hiking, biking. Like, I feel like she's going to be good at all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is why I lean Kellyanne in most final scenarios. I do think that uh, we flagged up. She uh, may not have the best social game to get her there, but uh, I don't think it matters at this point. I think we've kind of let her slide deep enough that she might be able to win her way out. Yeah, and I feel like the remaining storyline, as far as the women goes here, uh, you know, on the journey to the final is uh, coming from John A, who I feel like has this underlying story of like uh, throughout the whole season of uh, I know nobody wants me here and nobody wants to see me in a final. So it's like a matter of from, from where I'm sitting of is she going to get there or not? Are, are they going to let her? And if they do let her, you know, are they going to regret it or can they, you know, Johnny's not, you know, unbeatable by any means. She had a great season last season, but um, it's, you know, a lot of talk about how nobody wants to see her in a final again. So I feel like that's another story that we're kind of following alongside the treehouse of it all. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's still interesting. Um, you know, losing a treehouse member was good. To, I think keep the balance going here. And I'm, I don't know. I, I like that part of what we had here. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that we know completely what John A would do with a win. I feel like most of what we've seen on the show has been her cozying up to the treehouse side of things, uh, likely just because they've been the ones in power. And so why would you cozy up to the people that held nothing? But uh, I am not convinced that John A like, wins power and throws in Kayla or throws in Veronica necessarily. Maybe Ronnie is an easy target or she doesn't really feel like she has a strongest connection with a Naya or Kellyanne. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know that Johnny is really so tightly linked to either side, even though she is outside of the treehouse. I mean, if Johnny won the next challenge, I think I'm. I think she's got to go for Kellyanne, even though it's not. You know, like you said, maybe she's co- cozying up to the treehouse, but also. Um, you know, she's looking at the final. She's not, you know, she's not yeah. silly. And and Kellyanne, not to say that that's not what she was doing, because you know, taking out somebody who's been very actively coming for you, um, especially as you're getting closer to the end game, is certainly worthwhile. And um, when you look at the board here, I don't think that you know, um, that John A versus Kayla versus Sylvia, that there's one that stands out that's like you obviously need to get rid of this person. Um, not just because, you know, John A won a season. Okay. Um, but Sylvia's very strong. Kayla's very strong. Um, so I don't know. I don't think that as far as, you know, the decision, she, decision she made uh, to put Sylvia in, I don't think it was a bad one. Um, and now she gets to go forward, you know, having uh, a, a pretty good shot, like I said. So, yeah, I think Sylvia's a really good one <laughs> um, just because, as far as we've seen, at least, Sylvia is not willing to play ball at all. I think if this is Kayla, that Kellyanne is, you know, approaching her and saying, like, is there any way that we can work? And this is jumping forward. But Sylvia basically gave her nothing. I don't think that Kayla is throwing her allies under the bus, but maybe is being uh, a little more like, well, let me know what you want to do and let's see what we can work with. And I think that Kellyanne is not the most strategic a Kayla could work her over, whereas Sylvia was trying to throw out impossible plans uh, as far as Kellyanne was concerned. So I think that um, 
Sylvia was probably the right move here from a social standpoint and as well as there are a number of eliminations where you put Sylvia versus Kellyanne and it's no question whereas if Kellyanne goes in against any remaining members of the treehouse I think she has a shot at most eliminations so I think that a good choice overall yeah um, and if Kellyanne made a good choice if we agree on that what do you think of uh, we're certainly cutting ahead here to Sylvia's choice Uh, she talked about when we get to the elimination she was like very focused on she was going to take a big swing and go for John A, get the champ out of there, uh, and then ends up going for uh, Naya at the very last second because she sees the elimination. She sees there's a puzzly element to it and says, I, I want nothing to do with John A here. So, and it doesn't work out for her. Um, I mean, results oriented, it sucks, but like, uh, I don't think that either were necessarily layups in this position. So uh, in a bad spot where the people that you would probably want to go against um, Veronica (laughs) is in your alliance. So I don't think that there was anyone and even Veronica, I don't think was going to be necessarily like the easiest beat on this challenge. I think it was pretty much a toss up um, for most people. So I think that uh, it really didn't strike me as too good or bad of a decision with throwing in the to go against Naya. Um, I don't know. I, I get the, uh, alliance of it all, but I just feel like Naya is not the person you call out when you want to stay in a game for half, uh, you know, for, for a quarter of a million dollars. Um, you know, it's, 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 uh, 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 I'll tread lightly here, uh, of Sylvia's, you know, uh, conversation she had with her stepson, uh, you know, making sure that he keeps his grades up and giving him all of this advice on how to do well in school. Um, and I'm like, you're not making great decisions either here. So, um, <laughs> a very different, uh, ballpark, uh, as far as that goes, but I just thought there was a little bit of something to that, that, you know, uh, <laughs> putting God. putting a whole lot of emphasis on making sure that uh, the young one there is doing the smart thing and, and whatever. And she decided to not do a very smart thing. She very easily, I do think, could have beat uh, Veronica and maybe Ronnie. I, I don't really know if we have enough data on Ronnie, but I feel like it was a, both of them would be a better shot than Naya, who is just tall physical and this puzzle wasn't just a puzzle. This was uh, this maze. It was it was, uh, you know, size uh, definitely probably helped. Yeah, you think striking against the alliance at this point is the right move? I think for self-preservation, I think yeah, we're we're close to the end and I think it would not be a pleasant thing when you get back to the house to have to take a shot there, but if you want to stay, you go for the person you think you can beat. I think that's tough, especially considering the aspect of the challenge where if there is an All-Stars 4, which I feel like at the point where All-Stars 3 is filming like two weeks after All-Stars 2, you would assume that this is super successful. It's locked in. Of course, there's going to be an All-Stars 4. You don't necessarily want to throw your reputation away completely by backstabbing them that uh, blatantly. I think that like Ronnie, maybe not back. I don't think Ronnie is like the biggest name in the challenge, but like Veronica is getting the call every season. Veronica is also texting every single person that's ever getting a call. So uh, I think that you are remembered in much harsher of a light if you were to do that. Okay, but you know what? At least there's a chance maybe you're going into All Stars Four with a quarter of a million dollars in your bank. <laughs> so, and now she's going home with nothing. So, um, I, I take your point, it's... but I still feel like you know there's there's a way to pick an alliance member here, uh, and and just you know yeah. go for it. It's you, not you like gotta. it's not like she was staring down Hall Brawl against like Emily Schramm and Laurel. <laughs> like it was a puzzle. Um, I don't think that like yeah, Nia's good. I'm, I was uh shocked that she had fallen as low as she did in i think probably both our drafts but um i feel like 
this was not necessarily a competition in which I thought either Naya or Johnny were unbeatable. So uh, not like an ideal situation to go against either of them, but I don't know if it's worth breaking the alliance here. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of do. That's just where I'm leaning at the moment. <laughs> we'll see. That's fair. We'll see if I change back at all by the end of this podcast, but maybe not. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Where do we where do we bounce back to? Um, I feel like the past couple of podcasts have been very much focused on talking about uh, the, the men than the women or the women than the men. So maybe we'll just kind of keep going with that. And the only reason that I feel like I've been pushing that uh, the way that we talk about it that way is because I've been keeping the uh, wiki page open while we talk mm-hmm. while like next to my notes. And it's just very helpful. It's been very helpful to just see their names all together while I'm discussing them. So I don't know. Th- there's my peek behind the curtain. I feel what? like it is developing as two completely different stories. Like there is Mark's Alliance on the guy side and there's the treehouse on the women's side. And they don't really intersect. I would assume that Mark's Alliance is working with the Treehouse to some degree, but you see how quick Brad is like, whatever you want to do with the women, I don't care. Yeah. So um, I do think it is two pretty separate games that are going on here. Right. I mean, I'm doing it on purpose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, 100%. I mean, we, we see it when we get to the eventual Brad and um, and Kellyanne you know, author- authority uh, a meeting where uh, it doesn't take much conversation for them to figure out that like okay Kellyanne will pick the woman the woman uh pick on the women's side and Brad will pick on the men's side and they're both pretty much okay with that Brad had a weird comment there what did he say he was like uh it has to be or it can't be a double standard I was like what the hell are you saying like what does that mean uh another person who is making me roll my eyes constantly the last <laughs> couple <of> weeks <laughs> I mean the like... guy is like dominating in all the challenges so he's getting all the confessionals he's the one uh, he's uh, you know everybody else not that they're not playing the game but like Brad is like you know giving us the I need to win this like you know I need mm-hmm. this is mine this and, and because he's winning all these challenges he's feeling like you know this is going to be uh you know his season so yeah, it's so bizarre. I don't get Brad. Um, I feel like I've liked Brad more on the All-Star seasons than I did at least when he returned mm-hmm. in uh, his like sh- very short second run on the show. Um, but the last two weeks, I have been extremely confused by his motivations. Um, how so? I just feel like, well, first of all, this MJ, like, almost feud has just completely come out of nowhere. And I understand that he won, and it's like kind of an easy target. But being that they were seemingly closely aligned last season i feel like it's pretty surprising and even more than that uh brad's like kind of sense of entitlement has been rubbing me the wrong way where uh just last week where he was freaking out and pushed like basically pushed Wes into a corner where he was going to be volunteering um and then just like how he speaks of mj and stuff in his confessionals i just find to be uh grating at least yeah for sure um, I guess I'm, I'm like, do I hold off on that until we get to the men's side or, um, I, I kind of do. Cause I don't want to get too far away from the, okay. from the women's side of it all. Um, but yeah, uh, putting a post-it note on that one. Um, just as far as the women go before I get too far away from this, um, we obviously need to talk about Sylvia's, uh, sabotage pick. Um, while we're talking about Sylvia with potentially bad decisions in this episode, leading to the downfall of her entire game. Uh, she ends up, you know, back at the beginning, at the beginning of the episode, it's like right after, I guess, last cycle is over and she's joking with John A about how she's going to get it. But she's like, haha, JK, like I'm totally giving it to Kellyanne. Uh, and Kellyanne, you know, seemingly had overheard that. So she was not happy to hear it. But then we get to the challenge. She changed, changes her mind, picks John A. Kellyanne wins the challenge. So, you know, uh, yeah, we're going to be some, uh, a little bit results oriented here but also uh you're i don't know i don't know uh what was this 
For me, it goes back to last week, even when like we're throwing sabotages and throwing into elimination with Beth. Like, was Beth the target we needed out right now? I know right. she was stirring up a lot of drama, but like she it's wasn't Beth. accusing you of anything. Like, she's not winning a final. She's not winning a challenge to throw you in next week. If Beth is still here and Kellyanne's gone. Like, Treehouse is winning. There's no question. So, um, I am still perplexed by that. Why have we let Kellyanne get this far without is so much as a single elimination? So, uh, you know, she wins one or two daily challenges, was wins one elimination, and now you have to run against her in the final. So, I feel like, yeah, you didn't want her to pick Kayla, but did we know she was going to even do that uh like uh, i just think that we should have been focusing on kellyanne sooner and especially like at this week what are you doing john a certainly not a bad pick uh to put the sabotage on it's just the way that we saw her play it beforehand of like you know everything she was saying uh joking around about it and and just being very messy uh about it Mm -hmm. so kellyanne you know knows that she's a possibility for it and then is still going to be mad at Sylvia anyway. It seems like the two of them are not going to be best friends anytime soon, uh, you, you know, to say the least. Uh, the the animosity between them, I don't know how much it's extended into real life post-game. I haven't heard. I'm sure we will hear um, if one of them are on a podcast this week, which seems kind of likely. But, um, yeah, it just, you know, as Sylvia's on her way out, making a comment being like, uh, you know, MJ was like, it's not personal, Brad, it's fine, whatever. Uh, and Sylvia's like, no, it is personal, Kellyanne. Like, F you, screw you, piss yeah. off. Like, don't talk to me ever again for the rest of your life. <laughs> so stupid. Like, what if Kayla's not there on All Stars and it's just you and Kellyanne you have to hang out? Like, uh, this feels so stupid because early in the episode, she's like, I don't want people to think I'm on a power trip, but it's so funny seeing Kellyanne's face. And then we get to elimination. She's like, well, I really wanted to go against John A, but that seems like a stupid, like, stop showing your cards. What are you doing? John A is seemingly trying to work with the treehouse as far as we've seen. Why are you just making unnecessary enemies? And like, uh, it doesn't make any sense for me that Sylvia has been kind of walking around with her chest, like puffed out, which is a criticism that I could throw at basically every man of every season. But um, it's not something that I feel like we've seen of Sylvia before. So it shocked me in particular here uh, and would say, you know, uh, bad gameplay. I could be reading it wrong or reading Sylvia's game wrong or Sylvia's challenge history wrong, but I do feel like she's somebody who is not usually played from the front of an alliance. I feel like she's been in many alliances, but I feel like she's usually been kind of covered by a lot more, uh, a lot, a lot like not stronger players, but like more active players. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this season she kind of stepped into like the number two role behind Kayla's number one. Um, and it's been the two of them with Veronica kind of as like the number three there that were kind of leading the charge. And, you know, back when Jemmy was in the house, like they kind of, for- whoever for this um it feels like she's been in in a more uh again active role than than she usually is so i don't know if it has anything to do with that where rather than kind of like being involved in a group of people making the calls which she still is but she's kind of like more in charge than she has been so i don't know if there's anything to that or if i'm making it up but good i i think it's that I would feel foolish to think that Veronica is just number three in the alliance and not doing anything. Uh, That's not Veronica's game. It's never been Veronica's game. I am assuming, and this is not supported by what we've seen on the show uh, necessarily, but I have to assume that Veronica is, like, playing things behind the the scenes, letting Sylvia, like – take the you know take the heat be out in front uh veronica has no need to do that like what does she need to prove uh i would assume that veronica has better relationships with the mark alliance uh, and like has no real concern of being thrown under the bus there she was well aligned with 
Jemmy um, and Tina. So I don't think that Veronica necessarily at least was as fringe, um, like as number three all season. I think she probably was much more centered, just a little more invisible, while Sylvia didn't know better to not be the face of the alliance. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I have a hard time. I'm, I'm being super harsh in my own uh, of uh, analysis of Veronica because I feel like I'm not even thinking much about her gameplay because I just see her as such a long shot to end up winning, uh, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, she's like uh, probably the one person on the board out of, you know, everybody that's left that I just don't even see it being a realistic possibility. And that's not necessarily like just because I think that she's a weaker player or anything. I, I mean, look at her results in the past couple of seasons. It's just not been anything super impressive. And she's up against, you know, John A., Kayla, Kellyanne, Naya. Like, yeah. You know, so. It's a tough field, and Ronnie. I'm not. Don't sleep on Ronnie. I feel like Ronnie could very much win the season. You know, she doesn't lose one puzzle piece, and like totally different results of the season. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I think that it, Veronica has her strengths. I just have trouble seeing that materializing in a final. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see it, but not you know putting all my chips on Veronica just at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, let's swing back to Kellyanne for a little bit. I just need to, or not need to, I want to talk about Kellyanne's, uh, segment at the beginning where she called home. Uh, she talked to her boyfriend who she says is very supportive and very, you know, they seem to have a good thing going between the two of them. Um, we've heard about, you know, how she wants to open up this rescue sanctuary for, you know, for all the dogs. And, you know, that's been her thing for, you know, uh, since at least, I don't know, I think she talked about it season one too. And also uh, earlier this season. Um, but we get a little bit more information here, apparently that she's been a, uh, kind of sick lately this season but also sick uh for like the past few years she's had something going on that's just been kind of not had her uh, at a hundred percent which i think this is the first time we're hearing of it yeah i can't remember it off the top of my head at least Mm -hmm. yeah um so you know uh shout out to anybody that's going through you know any kind of health situation uh in real life that still you know is able to come onto these challenges i know there was you know there's more to kendall's story at the moment than we're really uh hearing on the show and you know she shared a little bit about that on her challenge mania podcast that she did recently um but you know not 100 percent of it she's looking to share with the world and um you know i'm sure there's probably more of them that are out here that are you know everybody's got something going on um Mm -hmm. so it's you know almost nice when we get to hear about it on the show to just know that you know there these are real people going through real stuff and you know kellyanne's got you know a little bit more going on at the moment so um you know i i think i'm starting to realize how much i appreciate these uh phone call home segments just because it's like you know they really all just let their guard down at this time and they're not new they've been doing this for years and years and forever (laughs) but um i'm just i don't know i i realized while watching this one how much uh they mean something to the episodes yeah, they're good. They can make me empathize with basically any cast member. So I definitely think it's a good device that they use. And um, and I think they're getting better about not necessarily just including people who are going home that episode. So <laughs> I feel like, you know, we get Sylvia who does go home, but then we also get Kellyanne who uh, does well. And so it doesn't necessarily spoil everything. Yeah. So what else? What else is there to talk about on the women's side of things? Um, so I don't know, as far as like the challenge goes, um, the obviously Kellyanne, uh, getting the win here. I mean, we'll we'll talk about the challenge, uh, itself, which is just, uh, you know, a three legged kind of heat, um, ending with the Michelle Fitzgerald puzzle, which, you know. (laughs) 
that's always interesting to watch when Michelle's not on TV. I don't know why they would think that that's okay to do without her present, but it's fine. Um, and I mean, Kellyanne has that big moment in, in the challenge where she, of course, wins um, and she gets the support from her ex Wes, uh, who's out there and cheering her on. So she had that going for her. Yeah, it was interesting. They actually flagged it up. So um, I don't feel like we often get a lot of the, whether they be exes, whether they be hooks up, hookups uh, as reminders on All Stars, but uh, seems like Wes was more than willing to talk about it in the confessional. So mm-hmm. actually made air. Yeah. Um, I mean, she needed some support because uh, as we see, she you know, did win, but she almost uh, didn't. She had a very tough moment to watch where she knocked her whole tower down right at the very end. She was about to win. um, And she just exclaims that she thinks that's kind of unfair. I was like, that's just the challenge, my friend. But um, everybody was like looking that she was going to have like this big meltdown that she had a couple of episodes ago with that puzzle. Um, But she kept her calm here. She was, she, she must've been in like a pretty decent lead uh, against John a and Ronnie who was missing a piece. So, you know, she wasn't in the worst spot. Um, and she pulled it out. It seemed like Ronnie had like the entire thing constructed at the time that Kellyanne's fell and then still did not figure out that the missing piece, which is surprising to me because like, aren't there three pieces in each column? But okay, um, <laughs> sure. So a little disappointed that Ronnie didn't pull it out. I was kind of rooting for Ronnie. Uh, I think Kellyanne has been an okay underdog but then she has moments where like back at the house she's like they tried to take away my happy they tried to take away my shine like <laughs> oh my god grow up <laughs> like i was cringing for you um so uh i don't know it was a, a word choice just like made it very juvenile that i was just like yeah all right kelly I'm, we're not a, we're not fully rooting for you either here. so you were team sylvia saying no, you know that's not what i'm saying if uh, <laughs> if i ever celebrate like that what i don't know what she said but uh, it was not uh it was not a a popular comment amongst the non treehouse. Yeah, like and again, another stupid strategic move by Sylvia. Like yeah. be quiet. <laughs> just be quiet. <laughs> I don't understand why you would do that. But yeah, okay. like there's, there's nobody else here. Like everybody hears you. <laughs> yep. But it's You're fine. not a confessional. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> and even then it would be annoying. But like just wait. Yeah, and then later on they have you know they're going to talk when they when they're having this birthday party for everybody and it's like this conversation isn't going to go anywhere. Uh, Kellyanne's like Sylvia doesn't offer me anything. It's, uh, she has nothing to offer you. She doesn't want to work with you. She doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't want to be around you. Uh, the animosity is there. So you know just get her into elimination. Hopefully she goes home. Hey, surprise! She does. Great. Good job, Kellyanne. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a world in which Kellyanne sends in John A only because Kellyanne she's like well there's two people she's like not Naya but doesn't say not Naya or John A so is there a world in which like we could have had a better strategist really turn this around uh, and not target a member of the treehouse like maybe uh, I don't think Kellyanne is the toughest like opponent in the world strategically but uh, you know Sylvia did not seem equipped for that battle uh, sorry Syl <laughs> <laughs> Like, who gave you the right? <laughs> uh, so, and Kellyanne seemed genuine when she yells that down. And for Sylvia to turn around and just like, F you! Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, and Kellyanne, at least, you know, not not at least, but like she gets to have these uh, confessionals after the fact being like, so I wore black for Sylvia's funeral. And then it all comes true that she goes home. So, yeah. Um, you know, if there's a future challenge, All-Stars, five rivals, season uh we know that mj and brad will be together we know that kellyanne and sylvia will be together and uh i'm not not here for it 
Um, there's a couple people that I could take a little break from, but otherwise, uh, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, Sylvia at the end, when she does go home, talks about how this was a humbling experience, which I I hope so. Um, (laughs) and she says, it's not the last time we've seen of her, which I don't, uh, which I do, which I don't hope so because I'm not against seeing her back. I feel like, uh, this is a, you know, just because I I didn't love her on this season doesn't mean I don't want to ever see her again. I don't need to see her again. I'm not like dying for Sylvia to come back, but I do think that there could be more to the Sylvia story. I don't know. Do you, do you have any strong feelings? She's fine. Like, if I were to compare her to the rest of the women that have gone home so far, um, she's not, like, super high on my rankings in terms of who I need to see back. But I do think she's pretty high on who we're likely to see back. Uh, And I'm not mad at it. I don't think that there's basically anyone from this season that's gone home so far that I am an absolute no Mm -hmm. on. So Okay. Um, And any final comments or thoughts? uh, Briefly, I briefly joked about it slash touched on it of the uh, FaceTime that Sylvia had with family back home. No, (laughs) like, all right, cool. Uh, You know, always fun to see their lives outside of this. Yeah. Um, I, I, like I said, a couple of weeks back, I had no idea that this was her home life situation um, that, you know, this is what she had going on back at home. Um, It's good for her. She seems very happy. She seems to be in a great situation back at home and she seems, you know, good with everything there. Um, I just was not expecting to see her talking to her son. She, I mean, it's her stepson. She mm-hmm. I th- seemingly calls him her son. So um, I don't know. I just, I, I had no idea. Um, and cool. I uh, hope this kid's got his grades up because otherwise, uh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Sylvia is coming home to check those grades. It'll be an in-person check. <laughs> like Literally like you got a week. Like the the this boy's dad was like nowhere near the FaceTime. Like you would think that she would want to check in with him, but like I think she literally just called to find out what the grades were like. Might have been only one half to this call that we were seeing. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. What else on the women's side? I really don't have a whole lot as I sort nope. through my notes. I think we can jump over to the men's side if we uh as, you know, every week have to talk about the men. <laughs> Works for me. Okay. Um, the story, the main story here is going to be the continuation of the MJ versus Brad um, and the finality of it here because MJ is going to be the one that goes home. Um, this has been building up for weeks. I thought it was going to come to a head last week. MJ was sounding super down uh, and out in his confessionals last week. It felt like he was done. Maybe maybe that, maybe that the confessionals were filmed after both rounds or something because um, he just still you know seemed down and, and it just... This wasn't his season. Uh, the the knee injury was certainly taking its toll. Um, him and John A have kind of been outcasts, uh, having been last season's winners, just like uh, Yes was, and now Yes has gone home. So, you know, back-to-back men's champions leaving, and that's where we are. I feel like there was noticeably less shit-talking coming from MJ in this episode, uh, which I think I only noticed uh, in, like, retrospect. But uh, another one who really just loves to, like grind my gears occasionally i feel like mj like was a complete non-entity in the confessionals last season which uh, might have been preferable because he uh really i just don't think it's his strong suit whatsoever yeah um it's it's certainly not why he gets cast in the challenge i mean i honestly don't know that i could tell you why mj gets cast in the challenge um maybe because some people are just into his tattoo or because people find him attractive like what else 
Uh, because he was last season's champ. So <laughs> there's that, but I, I don't know. I guess, and I was surprised that he was on season two. I just because I, I knew his name and I remembered him briefly. Uh, but I don't know. I just it didn't stand out. But not everybody stands out that's on the All Star season. So, um, I, is this the last MJ? Is or, uh, is he coming back? No, he were, he's coming back. I feel like the winners uh, have like basically they're gonna get a call i know yes wasn't on season two but i don't know if that was his decision mm-hmm. or what um you know he might not get called for every season but especially with him like being kind of like the i don't want to say the villain of the season but he was at least like you know the opposite side of for most of the house so i think you need a couple more people like that there are not that many most of the men are coalescing into like one like blob of an alliance yeah. even if they're pretending they're against wes so uh, I think that is unfortunately kind of like necessary <laughs> the next call. Yeah, maybe. Um, as far as the yes thing you just said goes, imagine like being on the opposite end of a Wes rivalry and you're the villain. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know how yes managed that, but um, as far as the MJ and Brad, Would he? Goes, was like, he? <laughs> yes. Was yes. The villain. Is that what you just said? No, I was saying that, like, I said I don't want to say a villain. I was more talking about MJ. Oh, I thought you were calling Yes the villain in that, which I wasn't, like, totally disagreeing with because the edit was definitely portraying uh, Yes as, like, this kind of... Uh, you know, like like the the narrative that Wes was pushing about how he's like kind of like phony because all he cares about is you know integrity and all this stuff like that was definitely being you know yeah. touched on so whatever. I feel um, like it was at least hinted at. I don't know if it was explicitly taking a side there. I feel like both of them kind of were middle ground. Yeah, but yeah, a- opponent of the main men's alliance for both Yes and MJ. Not really a villain necessarily. Sure, which leaves uh, the one remaining, uh, you know, opponent of this alliance being Jordan. Uh, look out, a villain. <laughs> There's a villain, and uh, you know, look out. Come next week, it's got to be uh, all eyes on him. Yep. Well, maybe because the way that Brad ran through, so Brad wins again. Mm-hmm. Um, like, okay, fine. I'm a little bored, but whatever. Um, and I feel like just gonna go to the head, <laughs> you know. Uh, but whatever. Brad is talking about like who he's going to throw in and like how he narrows out people. I don't really feel like there was. He talks about how like. Uh, obviously not mark obviously not wes obviously not nehemiah um derek like i guess he's close with but um he's gonna like do that as long as he can so i guess maybe brad and derek aren't as close as we might have assumed probably before this but um and then jordan he's like says he's not a fan of how they went about throwing him in so maybe brad isn't completely against jordan but i don't know he did say last week, I think, that he had like somewhat of an affinity for Jordan. He really likes the guy. Um, so there's definitely, you know, a, a little bit of that. But as far as like the game goes, um, I think it's, you know, in the same way that I feel like this narrative is existing for John A of like nobody wants to see her make the final. Um, it's certainly what we've been getting from Jordan. And we kind of took a little bit of a backseat on that this week as the only thing that we saw from him was I love Naya. I want her to win. I like her a lot. I think she's pretty. I like Ew. to kiss her. Like that's, that's what we got. Um <laughs> So I don't know, uh, you know, again, we got a week off of just everybody's coming for Jordan. I, I don't feel like uh, that's going to, you know, I, I th- there's going to be another at least one more shot coming between now and the final. Um, whether it lands or not is a different story, but we'll see. Feels like a mistake to be going after MJ and his like hurt knee rather than Jordan before a final. Like mm-hmm. how many more elimination cycles does Jordan have to get through to get there Two, maybe mm-hmm. uh, seems like a problem. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it's not a problem that they're going to want, and uh, if they end up regretting it, that's on them. Um, yep. And also, I'll be mad at them but because that will subject us to a fourth Jordan win. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, not thrilled there. So it will be on us, unfortunately, as well. <laughs> uh, not on us, but we will face the, you know, same consequences. Yeah. Uh, quickly to touch on Nehemiah and Wes, quiet episode for the two of them. The only thing that we really get is their paddling scene as they were both eliminated at the same time in that challenge. Nehemiah has a confessional about how he's like MIA this season. So his UTR edit is like really shining through uh, in terms of him telling us that he's under the radar and there's just not much there. I would love to know. Do you know any stats on like his confessionals this season? Because nope. I can legitimately forget he's here sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's it's like fully I forget, and and he shows up on the screen, and I'm still like, oh, they put like you know a, a past player here to just narrate <laughs> you know what's going on in the house. It's wild. I wonder if that means he is going to like fall short and be a like victim to a late elimination or is he just going to be like uh, you know running in the final but really of no consequence I don't know like part of me wants to say I feel like he could be a lock for the final just because of the fact that he is getting along with everybody at the moment but also mm-hmm. there's always the chance that you know they they vote Jordan in next week and I don't know I don't know who the easy elimination is here I mean I, I think that you know there's something to talk about when we talk about MJ's pick for Derek um, you know Derek's the smallest guy maybe left of the field um, I, I I don't know I don't know this this whole field is, is pretty tough yeah I don't know I'm very I feel like Nehemiah is maybe in the best spot in the house though at this point like he's not getting thrown in. Jordan is the obvious pick here. And I feel like Jordan is never picking Nehemiah for an elimination. That would be stupid Mm -hmm. because like you're doing no damage to the power structure at that point. So is it uh, maybe the biggest lock? Is it Nehemiah or Mark? That's in the best spot because Mark Mm, just being Mark long. That's fair. Yeah. I I feel like though, like (sighs) would now West wouldn't take a shot. Jordan, maybe, but like, is there like a better like who would Jordan throw in if Jordan were to win? If Jordan won, he would throw in Brad. Yeah, I could see it. Actually, I could not see it because if Brad likes Jordan, Br- Jordan probably likes Brad. Jordan doesn't have many friends, so maybe he keeps Brad safe. <laughs> um, oh, at this stage of the game, he's got to throw in Wes. I mean, you think so? Yeah, I. I don't know. I feel like I they're closer than we know. Eh. <laughs> they, there was that whole thing, right? That like Wes, like a couple seasons back on the main show, that like Wes did the whole thing to get Jordan in with Corey and Nelson. Allegedly, that was that was the thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Probably Wes is my thought, but yeah, we'll see. I think that's fair. Um, to talk about MJ a little bit more, what did you think of MJ like volunteering for the sabotage? Um, I don't think it's going to gain him anything, which is the thing. Um, sure. I understand that he doesn't want to be sprinting and would rather just like focus on an elimination. I don't think that's a bad strategy, but like make them show their cards almost. I don't know. I don't think that like you're, no one is going to feel indebted to you because you volunteered for this. And like, there's the 0.01% chance that they throw it on Jordan instead. Like let that 0.01 come through. 
<laughs> so yeah, I think probably a bad move. I get that he's saying, you know, his knee must be so bad. Like all we hear about is the knee. Uh, so if it's that bad where he just can't do anything and he's really trying to preserve every ounce of physical strength he has for an elimination that he knows he's probably going to go into. Um, I guess I get it. Like at this point, he must know that there's a very slim chance of him. Like, like if, if it's that bad, he probably knows he's not winning the season uh, up against these strong, strong guys. Um, so, you know, he's just trying to make it through another round. And if he's got to save all of his energy for the elimination, that's what he's got to do. Um, he ends up you know getting an elimination that is pretty uh good for what he could have hoped for for having a knee injury um i guess to get to that he ends up picking Derek. he was hoping that he'd be able to face off against brad down there in the uh elimination uh, arena but he's gonna end up taking Derek, who's notoriously not the best puzzle guy and honestly i really would have ex- i mean besides the fact that like the edit like i said was kind of telling me or mj's confessionals were telling me he's been down and defeated and dejected um other than that you know i i would have expected him i would i would have picked him to pick uh to be Derek. Uh, yeah most times in this i didn't get when Derek was like this is the dirtiest thing you can do i was like what I know. <laughs> like from why why that's Give called i have reason. no storyline this season let me just make this my moment I feel like people telling Derek that he was boring was like the worst thing that could have happened for Derek. Because <laughs> <laughs> like Derek used to be uh, my all-time favorite on the show, yes. and uh, I feel like it was because Derek was so genuine. Derek was like the underdog. Derek was like all of those things, and he lost being the underdog necessarily throughout all of the years. But he comes back for Dirty Thirty, and like I'm still rooting for him. I, I get that. Yeah, he's not the most exciting person on television, um, and I get, it gets a little worried about getting these callbacks, but. Uh, it feels so put on from Derek these last couple seasons. Yeah, um, but it, it's like at a certain point, I almost feel like Derek, Darrell, um, uh, those are the two examples off the top of my head, are just like stuck in this, whatever character they're in right now, they're stuck in that for like the rest of their challenge careers. It's just Ugh. like, it's <laughs> and like however long that we're going to still have them left on the show, it's like, this is all I have, uh, you know, and I don't mean this in like a super negative way, way it's just like this is it like this is the end of their you know character development like there's no more left to develop here we know who they are we know what they bring to the table Darrell's uh, going in kind of on like the dad jokes of it all and Derek is just going all in on the yelling and screaming and, and ah, give me your stars ah! like, <laughs> yeah uh, another one that was merely making me cringe this week so um, <laughs> bad week for many people on the show in my opinion yeah um, the elimination was close Derek uh, you know uh, had a couple extra shots before. Did MJ even get it out? Uh, I think he did. I don't remember. Um, but he ended up, uh, you know, after a couple of missed shots, did get his ball through the hole, and Derek goes on to win. So he's going to have four stars now. That seems weird, but that's how the game goes. Yeah, uh, definitely seems a little odd. I'm wondering how it ends up playing out. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Derek, it doesn't have like the like loudest edit either, but no. I don't know really what they would do with him. So I feel like he's still in play. I'd be surprised if he were to win. But. Yeah, his poor, you know, uh, poor guy doesn't have a great retirement situation going on. Uh, not much of a retirement package, I guess, comes from being a, a, an MTV challenger. So he's probably in the same boat as everybody else that is uh, <laughs> these all stars. Well, that's not true. I'm sure a lot of them have, you know, successful careers outside of uh, the show. Okay, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, but, 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 so that's, you know, where Derek is at the moment. He's going to have four stars going into next week, the most of anybody else. So uh, that's good. I think I heard Nehemiah say he hopes Derek's, uh, get, Derek gets injured celebrating. I feel like he said that um 
Am I, did you catch that? I think he said like 10 bucks he does. I oh. think it was a betting on rather than like, I hope he does. <laughs> I, I didn't hear what he said. I, all I heard was like something, something like gets injured. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it, you know, having Derek out of the final wouldn't be the worst thing <laughs> for many of these people. Uh, that he is probably, if you were to have to run a final against most of these people, uh, I feel like Jordan is the obvious number one. Derek is, you know, pretty good. He's great with um, endurance. It might get tripped on up on a puzzle, but I don't know. Other, would you throw like Wes or Brad over Derek, or where would you lean there? Wait, throw into in terms of like uh, ranking the finals ability of the men that are left. Jordan, uh, Wes. Brad, uh, <laughs> Derek is not the puzzle guy, and there's a okay. lot of puzzles in the finals these days. Uh, Mark's not the endurance guy. He's getting he's getting a little slow these days. Is uh, big and strong and buff as he is. Remember, um, Nehemiah is on the show. Nehemiah's there, <laughs> uh, so maybe Nehemiah, then Derek, then Mark. Yeah, wild for Derek to be fifth in a season. I feel like it was always like he was very much in play to be the number one on most other seasons. And I feel like the puzzle has gotten even worse or maybe there's more of a reliance on puzzles now. I don't know. Definitely more puzzles these days than back when he was winning all of his challenges, I think yeah. so. And, you know, less teams. So, you know, you can't really be on a, you know, you could you used to be able to be on a team, a strong team, you win. Not so much these days. Um, but to wrap things up for MJ, who is uh, losing all of his stars and his place in the game, um, he seems pretty sad. He doesn't know why Brad had it out for him so bad, which ultimately sealed his fate. Uh, John A is obviously very sad because this is the one person that she knew she could trust. And now she's all alone going into the next, uh, you know, stage of the game. So uh, this is the end of the road here for uh, for the two of them together in the game. And I don't know what Beth is saying on her social medias at the moment, but I'm sure she's got something to say. Yeah, no more M. John A. on the season. Uh, I feel like we'll be reunited shortly. I'm su- I'm sure of it, but uh, I'm ready to see John A. on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, which we are going to. Um, and as far as uh, the challenge goes, I had a couple of things I wanted to bring up about the challenge itself this week, um, and not anything that I put together because I am not this prepared. But uh, the <laughs> challenge stats account—it's uh, at challenge stats on Instagram. Uh, they posted the daily results from this week's daily, which Ooh. shows you, um, you know, how they f- how everybody finished in each portion of uh, the the challenge. So to kind of just run it down, I'll start with the women um, from like the three different legs of the challenge. Uh, Kellyanne finished in second in the first leg and then first and then first. So this was her challenge. Um, okay. Ronnie finished in fifth, then second, then second. John a finished in fourth, then third, then third. So really not, you know, not, not, not her best showing, but she also had the sabotage on her. Um, Naya finished in first in the first round and then fourth, which knocked her out of the last round. Kayla finished in third, then fifth and Veronica and Sylvia obviously didn't get past round one. So Mm. I don't know, just a cool chart there. Um, and then on the men's side, it was Brad finished in second, then first, then first, obviously also dominating. Jordan was fifth, then third, then second. Uh, Derek was first in the first round, then second, then third. So progressively got worse. This is pretty on par par for Derek. Um, (laughs) Wes fourth and then fourth. Uh, Nehemiah was third and then fifth. And the two of them didn't make it past uh, the second round. MJ with a sabotage. And then Mark uh, also did not make it past the first round. Um, So I don't know. I just always like to uh, 
to look at these charts. They make very pretty charts over on Challenge Stats, so give them a follow if you are not. Um, and they also go with like all of these charts about like people's name mentions in an episode, uh, confessional kind of stuff. So it's a it's a good follow. Do you follow them? You probably I do. Don't. It's a good account. Oh, you do. All right. Look at it. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, prepared. Yeah, but you're a big ratio guy, so I feel like, you know, you can like peek at it, but you don't have to follow them. Like I feel like that's that's what I would have guessed. My Instagram ratio does not matter. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it literally doesn't. Uh, who cares? Um and the last thing about the challenge is the fact that these are the last two sabotages. Yeah, I am happy with the call. I feel like it's time. Let's move on. Uh I don't feel like they've actually end up doing all that much in the season uh outside of maybe like the weighted backpacks and the mud challenge uh i would say a lot of them have kind of flopped but uh, you know i take or leave them i don't care if they're here i don't care if they're gone yeah well i think i mostly agree with the first part of what you said it's good to uh move on uh you know the season's (laughs) Got to come to an end eventually, so let's uh, let's wrap that part up. We are getting closer and closer to the end game here. There are six contestants left on the men's and the women's side, twelve total. And we usually start the final on these seasons when there are uh, ten people total left. So that would mean two more episodes. Uh, no, one more episode, and then the final. No. Two well, wasn't I last season only eight people? Yeah, and I think first season was like twelve people. <laughs> okay. Matt doesn't know what he's talking about, but um, the final could start at any time. An average of starting with 10 people. I'm assuming we're getting eight, but given that it's usually 10 episodes a season, this is episode six. Are we getting a two episode final? Because, ugh. Yes. Uh, Or are we getting six people in the final? I would prefer that personally, but. Yeah, so we will certainly next week will just be another standard elimination. Then we'll be down to 10. I mean, I would hope that we would get to episode eight. Eight, and that would at least be um, one so. more round of eliminations, and then you know, hopefully, whatever. Um, final would start, you know, probably then, and then you have, uh, I don't know, a two-part or something like that. We we haven't seen a reunion on these lately, so no way, not happening. We would have heard about it by now, so that's that. Um, not you know, too much to go here, um, and we're also you know, as much fun as we're having, we're gonna take next week off, so. Ooh, yeah, I, you know, unless something were to massively change uh, next week, you know, might be a week off. Talk about these last two elimination cycles, at least what we're expecting to be all at once. But we have the draft to be dropping, right? Right. So uh, that was the the deal behind the curtains. Um, I'm just not available next week. Um, I did give Scally permission. So if he changes his mind, he's more than welcome to uh, end up recording with uh, anybody else of his choosing. But we also still have a challenge CBS draft to drop. And the cast has been officially released because who could have predicted who will be on the season? No way to know that. Uh, So we did record that draft um, back when the season was filming. So uh, that is uh, going to be coming out uh, next week instead of a All-Stars 3 podcast. We'll get back together in two weeks to talk about All-Stars uh, Season 3 and catch up on the two episodes that we are going to be covering then. Um, but yeah, the All-Stars, uh, not the All-Stars, the CBS draft uh, should be uh, a fun one. I uh, do remember having fun with uh, Haley and Chappelle, so can't wait for people to hear it. 
yeah, it was a good one for sure. I am excited to uh, transition over. I feel like we talked about there's probably going to be like one week of overlap with Challenge All-Stars and CBS Challenge. But I am interested to see how that show ultimately plays out. The format looks very weird. Um, I'm a little worried about the TV rating being like, well, you know, I'm worried about a squeaky clean season of the challenge. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it'll be on CBS, not... Uh... Not Paramount Plus, not MTV, so. Yeah, bad news. I like these streaming services. Let me hear them curse. <laughs> I know. Every time I watch, like, Drag Race, you know, All-Star Season 7 uh, at the moment or just anything else on there, every time that they, you know, out of nowhere just say something that you don't usually hear on TV, uh, it's surprising, but uh, welcome. So It feels more genuine. Like, let me live in this world with them, but no, mm-hmm. we're going to have a little bit of a censored version on CBS. Not that it wouldn't be uncensored <laughs> elsewhere, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I feel like the CBS challenge, I wonder if it has legs. I'm curious to see how this goes. We'll, uh, we'll have to find out how it's going to be playing out once that gets started in about a month's time. But until then, again, we'll have that draft out for you guys next week in place of an All-Stars podcast uh, back in two weeks to get back into the All-Stars 3, uh, which may be, you know, those two episodes being the last ones before the final. So I guess at that point, we'll be previewing the final if this is all playing out how we think it will. Um, so thank you guys for checking this one out. Scally, we miss anything? Were you- um, I mean, outside of the birthday party that was ambiguously for seemingly the entire cast. Yes, um, nope, nothing weird there. So stupid. Like, it's like, <laughs> and there's also some other people. I was like, Nehemiah and Kayla and Johnny and Brad and Veronica and Wes. And I'm like, okay, guys, we get it. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like. Anything else? John, I put up a post saying that, like, you know, it was so cool to have her, you know, celebrate her birthday, you know, with a bunch of other people who were also kind of celebrating their birthday. And she made a <laughs> reference to, like, there was also production people whose birthday it was. Oh, my God. Really? We needed more? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Somebody who does astrology can, you know, tell us what this means of of all of these same. I have no idea what sign it is. Uh, people being in the house. Are they Scorpios? This was in November. I feel like the personalities would make sense, <laughs> but Kayla, Brad, John, a, I don't know. There was, there was a lot more. Um, I don't know. Somebody can tell us. Um, and if you tell us, then we'll know at least one person listens to this podcast. Cause we haven't been hearing much, um, but we're still doing it anyway, <laughs> oh, just because the two of us want to talk about the challenge to that one person who's out there. Uh, last thing. Stop. I cannot stand all of these puzzle eliminations and then it's just the people in the stands do the puzzle for them. It is so frustrating. I feel like, what is the point of having a puzzle? Just eh, whoever has less friends, go home. <laughs> it is so boring to watch. Like, like when it's Derek versus MJ and Derek is not good at puzzles, it doesn't matter because Derek's allies are good at puzzles. So it is so incredibly frustrating that they have not, like, figured some way have it so that the puzzles are not visible by them like that you can see them competing but you still don't see exactly what they're doing like figure out some way that they are not going to just have the like elimination competed for them rather than like you could throw a little advice but i don't want the puzzle completely done by the people that are not competing Hmm. i didn't know this bothered you so much it is so aggravating. It's just like, what's the point? I'm not watching these people compete. I'm watching like Wes is, yell from the stands. This is giving very week. Beth last week. <laughs> I said it then. Beth was not wrong on that one case. <laughs> like, screw Beth, but she had mm. one point. <laughs> 
Scallybeth Denberg. Oh my god. Beth Denberg. <laughs> Mixing up the Beths, but sure. What? <laughs> Who? Did you say Beth Denberg? Yeah, I was like, you know, like Lori Beth uh, okay. De- Denberg. Okay. Yeah, I was confused. So where I was Lori giving Beth you Scallybeth. Um, I'll take Lori Beth over Stolarsic or whatever. I mean, she's she's a queen forever and ever. So, Um, okay. Well, um, let's all you know ruminate on that uh, analysis of the uh, eliminations and see if we can come up with a way to fix it uh, between now and the next time we talk some all stars. So, um, that's it for now. Scally, have you been on anything else lately? Anything else coming up for you? Not that I can think of. Let's just say anything that I'm doing will be over on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Okay. I can't say the same. Even if I do things, I don't usually tweet about them anymore. Um, (laughs) You know, you have to find me. Um, Do some digging. Um, But no, I am uh, not doing anything else. So uh, this is where you find me every single week. Uh, or yeah, no, that's, that's your only option. So thank you guys for checking this one out, uh, back next week with a, uh, you know, a, a time warp where we're going to go back a couple months and you'll hear our all-stars draft again with the two of us and, uh, Chappelle and Haley strong. And that was a lot of fun. And then back in two weeks for all-stars three. So until next time, uh, on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally at Matt Ligori. Thank you guys for checking this one out. Take care. <laughs>